You get to smell like Kyle. <laughs> doesn't smell. It doesn't smell that heavy, Dan. God, why are you the way that you are? It's, it smells like Kyle. <laughs> I hate you. I was uh, grasping at. Stra- I'm sorry. I was grasping at straws to begin with. Here, now you're just roasting me. Yeah, I'm j- roasting you for <laughs> smelling like an eighth grade boy named Kyle. <laughs> Anybody that knows me sm- knows that I don't smell like an eighth grade boy. <laughs> I get complimented on how I smell frequently. Welcome back. To the Packy Run podcast. A week later, my allergies decimated me last week, so I called it off. You can blame me; it's all my fault. Well, and we we wanted to see all the moves that were going to happen, true. which there were a lot. Like when when it got to be Wednesday, and we were like, "Okay, let's let's wait and see," and then we were going to record on Saturday, and then it just. AJ wasn't feeling well. Hey Amen. I missed like two days of allergy medicine and it just destroyed me. <laughs> like absolutely on my face, could not that, breathe. Just horrendous. I mean, better it's allergies than you know what. Another another round of COVID? Can you imagine? Didn't you get the vaccine? Did you get the I vaccine already? I haven't yet, but Tennessee is pretty much blowing the doors wide open on uh, April 5th as far as vaccines are concerned. So they've got a couple of mass vaccination sites and stuff. So within the next couple of weeks, I will be I will be all in on at least round one. True. I mean, I still haven't gotten a, an email from Massachusetts. I mean, hopefully they they get to me um, by the time this comes out, being tomorrow. But we'll see about that. I'm a grocery store worker, so I am in line to get it. You're an essential employee. Um, maybe I'll have to finesse something. That seems to be the case with a lot of people, for sure. But I am I am Dan Mayotte. I am the host of this podcast with AJ Lagambina. I don't think we mentioned our names. It's, uh, yeah, we're out of practice now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, one week we 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 take a week off and we're nothing. We're just yeah, we're we're reduced to nothing. Um, we have a lot of things to cover. Um, this is going to be a Patriots heavy podcast episode today because there are lot. There's lots of Patriots news to talk about. News and analysis, um, and moves and yes, it's a good time to be a fan. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, but first, before we get into all the moves, um, let's talk about what we're drinking. Well, it is midday on Wednesday, March 24th, as we are recording this. And considering the fact that I'm still coming down from a pretty serious allergy attack, and also due to the fact that I just don't have anything to drink in my house right now, I am drinking a fine cup of Dunkin' Donuts coffee that I made in my coffee maker. Uh, It's nothing special. If any of y'all don't know... um, Dunkin' Donuts runs a special where you can get, I believe it's three pounds of coffee at their stores for $20. It's like their manager special or whatever. And I'm pretty sure it's nationwide and it's one of the best deals in the coffee world. So Dunkin' Donuts, please sponsor us. And it's also worth mentioning, um, I am no longer working at the retail store that I've been working at since I moved down here to Nashville. And my my like section of the team pitched in and got me a Starbucks gift card, which is yeah, uh, probably Starbucks is trash. Starbucks is trash coffee, but they've got a couple of cool like novelty things and some of their like breakfast sandwiches and stuff are okay. So that's what I'll be using it on. But they also got me this coffee mug and it's green and it just says, nope. And I mean, that's very on exactly. brand for you. They wrote me a very nice card and I'm going to miss those guys um, because I'm sure as shit not going to be driving down I-65 anytime soon for any reason. Wait, you work at other stores? Oh my God. <laughs> if, if anyone knows Bojack, um, <laughs> there was like a... <laughs> There was like a scene where where like uh, Bojack is in the hospital and he's having like a panic attack and then he's like, oh, I'm fine, blah, 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 blah. And like the doctor goes away and he's like, wait, you have other patients? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> 
there's no other show there's no other stores anymore now that i'm not now that i'm not there the store that i work at is the only store um yeah i am drinking water um i just got out of work from my job and i just need water after yelling through a mask for six hours oh yeah yelling into the void (laughs) is that what you're calling is that what you're calling customers now the void <laughs> I shouldn't call them that. I don't. That, I don't disagree. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna comment <laughs> any further on that. So uh, yeah, um, let's let's dive right in. We've got okay. Let's start with the thing that happened right after we released the last episode. Cam Newton signing one year up to fourteen million. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's like 14.7 or something like that. Yeah. Honestly, like when when this happened, I was I was working. I was at work and I was just I was kind of in awe. I was like, "Okay, you know what? Like 14 million dollars for a quarterback, grant you, a starting quarterback caliber, caliber. That's not bad. That's not bad at all, and it's also I mean, we touched on it in previous episodes. Um, I think I think anybody that knows anything kind of knew that we were not going to be making any immediate splashes with like a free agent signing at quarterback when the Matthew Stafford trade got announced. The yeah. the details of that trade were just so I still think they're kind of ridiculous, but it completely it completely made it not a buyer's market at that position. So trying to go for a Deshaun Watson or a Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, any of the any of the top tier quarterbacks that were available or were projected to be available were just not going to be reasonably priced at all. And we weren't going to we weren't going to overpay right off right off the bat. Right. And yeah, we we don't have a lot of good players to give up. We have no draft picks. Like, are you willing to sell the whole farm to get one quarterback? I wouldn't. And that's because I mean, like, I wouldn't either. And that's that's just a direct result of what we saw with the 2019 Patriots. Clearly, Tom Brady is still the greatest of all time. He's still got a great arm. He's still, you know, making great plays. He just turned around and went, won a Super Bowl somewhere else. The Patriots didn't have weapons, so having the greatest quarterback of all time didn't really help us in 2019. So having Cam with all of his struggles and still no weapons gives you the result that we got this past year. I'm I'm still thinking that Cam with a you know with weapons around him and a defense that's totally shored up, a decent you know offensive line special teams i don't think are ever going to be an issue for the patriots under bill belichick it's no and i mean like when people look at the initial when i heard the initial contract i was like okay 14 million like that's reasonable i think that's reasonable for cam newton and then i heard the breakdown for this for this contract i mean it's a base salary of five million dollars plus incentives like up to 14 million so he could he could make anywhere between that so it's a pretty good deal i mean like i mean obviously 15 is going to or 14 something is going to be if we go to the super bowl which which i mean based on all the moves that we've made i wouldn't I would pump the brakes on Super Bowl contenders, but I think we're at least in contention for the division for for like a like a playoff spot. Yeah, I think just based on the way things are right here right now at this moment, I don't think playoffs is a pipe dream. I think that's I think that's a reasonable expectation to set here and you know, we haven't we haven't seen this version of this team with proper training, with a decent, you know, with any decent momentum that they've been able to build off of. It's right. You know, every time every time we got a game's worth of momentum under our wings, something else happened, some other setback happened. And yeah, I've I've been saying it for the past year. I'm I'm still excited at the idea of a healthy Patriots with a normal season and Cam Newton under center. And honestly, the contract that he just signed yeah. for one year, like it's it's still very much a team friendly deal. And just culture wise, I mean, Cam made a comp- like a total massive impact 
on and off the field with this team. I mean, when's the last time when's the last time that you heard rave reviews about a player or a coach from the Patriots from like Boston sports media? A lot of those right. interviews and I mean, were just Cam, never interesting. I mean, Cam Newton ultimately wanted to be in New England. And another thing is like, how are you going? It's all about selling yourself or selling your team in free agency. How are you going to sell a player to come on to a team if there's no quarterback to throw you the ball. You have no idea who is going to be there. My thought before the I signing mean, was that I I would not have been surprised if we hadn't signed Cam and kind of depended on Belichick's name being the thing because I do I do think that's been um, as we kind of start to transition into free agency and then we go towards the draft and everything else in this conversation every player that's been signed so far every single one of them has made mention of the fact that like Belichick is a legendary coach and that that's one of the most exciting yeah. things for these new players to the team so we would have been I think I think we could have depended on Belichick's name as enough to get a couple of players to sign with us and a couple of really good players. Just between the money that we had and Belichick's name, I think we would have been okay. Um, but I think the idea of the idea of Belichick's name, Cam's clear just presence in the locker room and as a personality, you know, those two things. I th- I always thought it was kind of stupid when people were talking in anticipation of free agency. I thought it was stupid when people, especially in the national media, were like, well, what are the Patriots going to do? I mean, if they sign Cam Newton, who's going to want to play for them? You know, it's not enough to just have Belichick. Well, actually, it right. kind of is. Yeah, I mean, and we're going to get into it, um, but we both think Cam Newton signing on back with the Patriots, that's... That's a great deal. All around, I mean, even if Cam doesn't work out next year, which I don't I think it's going to work out in his favor. It's it's a good deal. I mean, you're paying five million to a quarterback who like if everything fails, five million. And that's a lot of money to a normal person, but in the grand scheme of things in football, that's that's yeah, pennies. That's nothing. And that's that's I mean, that is that it it's just there's no there's no downside just like there was no downside when we signed him last year yeah um so to kick off free agency the first move that happened was Johnu smith who big tight end he is he's a threat in every single sense of the word um he really good blocker. He had a couple plays with the Tennessee Titans last year where he was in fact the running back and went on some long long bursts right there. Um and that's that's classic that's a classic Patriots player, right? Like on both sides of the ball, right. we love guys that can multitask or that can switch their roles and do things that you're not expecting from their position. That's um he I, I think on Twitter someone was like, and the most non-surprised free agent signing so like yep like that was like okay, yeah i mean that was that was going to happen and it was actually i was like whoa patriots first move and here's the thing about that day i was perfectly content with them making i was like if they make that one move like okay and like that's fine but it just kept happening and yeah. happening and happening and happening um so Johnu smith huge tight end that's going to be i mean he's a weapon he's going to make an immediate impact on the team second uh player signed Matthew Judon, which if you remember me talking at the beginning of the season last year, I kept saying we need a pass rusher. If we're going to, we need someone who can get after the other quarterback. Matthew Judon is that. Now he's not a Nick Bosa or a um, JJ Watt or one of the higher end pass rushers in the league, but he is able to make big plays in, in the field. Yeah. And him, him coupled with uh, Dante Hightower coming back, you know, that's now, that's now a legitimate, that's now a legitimate threat. You know, that's. Yeah. Well, and with the other players that we also added to the linebacking core, like this linebacking core now is better than it's been in years, I think. And it didn't come a moment too soon, considering that everybody and their grandmother is on the hype train about mobile quarterbacks. 
you know, we need... Right. I mean, you, you need people that can rush the quarterback and get after him um, or play contain. Yep. Next big move was Jalen Mills. And that one kind of surprised me. I wasn't expecting them to sign a defensive back slash safety. Um, Jalen Mills is famous for being the Green Goblin from um, the Eagles Super Bowl team, winning yep. team. Um, I mean, he can make some plays out there, but you know what? It makes sense now because you think of it, Patrick Chung actually retired a few days later. So thank you. Thank you, Patrick Chung, for everything that you've done for this franchise. You're a great player. Um, Thank you for your service. And also Devin McCourty is, I think he's 33, 34 years old. So he is getting, getting there in age where you need to start thinking about some of the future. I mean, Jalen Mills is 26 years old. He's about to enter the prime of his career. And I mean, four years, 24 mil is not bad. Not bad. I, I'm not. That's also, I think it's that's a good also deal. also a really great time to mention. There's some, um, I mean, obviously this is more active than we've seen the Patriots in free agency in a long while. Yeah. But the thing is that these are all really, really smart deals, especially when you look at the, when you look at the length of the contracts and what the actual promised money is. None of the. Right. Like you see the guaranteed money um, and you also see up to. Yeah. It's always up to. And that's, that's. Because we always want, because Bill Bill, whoop, go ahead. Oh, there, it, it's just, it's, it's again, you know, a lot of, a lot of the free agent signings that we've seen across the league and not just this year, but in other years, a lot of these free agent signings are always, it's big splashes and it's big money and it's huge moves, right? The, right. the quote unquote big part of these signings for the Patriots is the fact that there are so many. When you start breaking down the money, it could be a ton of money, but it's a ton of money over time. And like our cap situation, we are pl- we are actually playing it pretty conservative with the cap situation, especially when you look two, three, four years down the line. Like we are, it's the it, it's a joke across the league about you know the Patriots are always reloading, but this is literally like you're literally watching it happen in real time, especially when free agency, uh, when the tampering period started. You're watching them just kind of like bring in the chess pieces and load it all up and i think between this and the draft and free agency is going to continue like there's a chance that we go and we make another kind of splash more and more we we're going from a little bit of a joke to like oh no like this is this is a ridiculously competitive team already right and i mean according to um there's there's a great twitter account on twitter i don't know why i just said that (laughs) um uh Pat's cap, and he always, he's been following the cap, the Patriots cap since 2000, and in his header, he currently has it at um, 11 mil. So there's still some room to play around with, but I mean, who even knows if the Patriots are going to keep making move after move after move? Um, Because they started with like 65 mil, something ridiculous. Um, And he's been crunching the numbers for all Patriots fans to figure out how much more we could possibly spend, which 11 mil isn't that much at this point in free agency, but we'll see. Maybe with some trades and some other, you know, wizardry, it could. Right. And also with like, um, I know some of you can, you can get more money if you cut a player after June 1st, um, like a June 1st penalty. So we'll have to wait and see, um, and then on that tamper period, we also had Nelson Aguilar, who he, I mean, if you ask Eagles fans, they hate him. But, I mean, Eagles Eagles wide receivers can't catch the ball at all. Like, none of them yeah. can. So, I wouldn't, there's something going on in Philly where they just don't know how to teach their wide receivers how to catch the ball. But Nelson Aguilar had a good season last year with the Raiders, and I, I would expect him to be kind of that slot wide out and same thing with like Kendrick Bourne like I would expect if if for comparison stakes for like pass Patriots wideouts I would expect this duo to be kind of like um Danny Amendola and um Julian Edelman. I was just 
Like they're going to be the shifty, like slant, um, drag, like you're, they're going to catch passes and like run after the catch and which is fine. I think that that worked out for Tom Brady in the past. And I think it could work out. Yeah, for Cam. I think, I think Nelson Aguilar, he's, um, he has, um, what's his name? Oh my God. How do I not? Danny no. Amendola? Uh, offensive coordinator. <laughs> Oh, Josh, Josh Dan- McDaniels. McDaniels. Good God, what is wrong with me? Um, yeah, this this guy has Josh McDaniels offense written all over him. I mean, with the way that they with the way that the Patriots kind of scheme uh on the offensive side of the ball, like this guy exactly he's got that Wes Welker, that Danny Amendola, um Chris Hogan, Julian Edelman, name a player that is, you know, he's not, he's not top tier as far as pass catchers across the league are concerned. But if you get this guy to run routes that the defense is not expecting, he's got that shifty is the perfect word there. He's, you look at some of his highlights. Like none, none of these guys are like top tier wide receivers, but I mean, you look at the past, like, um, you look at the past offenses, and we never had a top wideout. And before someone says Julian Edelman is a top wide receiver in the league, no, he's not. Stop. I like Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman is one of my favorite Patriots of all time. But let's be realistic. Never, I mean, maybe top 20. I don't. But that's being very generous. I think to call him a top 20 wide receiver. I think he's a smarter wide receiver than a lot of them in the league. But that's, I think, again, that's yeah. that's due to the fact that, you know, he's he studied under Belichick. He also played quarterback. Yeah, he's, you know, the Patriots love somebody that can do multiple things or that has done multiple things because it gives you, it gives you a little bit of an edge up over somebody who's just been a wide receiver since, you know, playing high school ball. So it's not always, it's not always about the most athletic or the best overall, you know, the most catches and everything else else like the reason why we the reason why we've ever really had production in the wide receiver role for the past i'd say 10 years is we're outsmarting defenses it's not it, it, yeah if it's and, a, if it's a brute strength and it's about the tight ends oh well yeah <laughs> yes it's also it is and a, a, a two this offense is going to be about the tight ends to a two tight end offense is i mean i'm i'm a little bit of two minds about it because on the one end yes that's that's the patriots bread and butter that's very exciting but also i'm scared that i'm scared that mcdaniels is going to be running some of those just asinine predictable stupid plays that we saw him trying to do this past year like we we need to we need to we need to utilize the tight ends and our new receivers and everything that that's we now have the ability to do that in a way that we couldn't last year but like we do also need to figure out how to actually play to our players strengths um which we just never did last year i mean my my prediction is cam is going to have an easier time running the ball this year setting that kind of edge with all the tight ends that could run and block up in space definitely um and i mean plus people that can catch the ball and create separation oh man i i i mean yeah. Yep. Also, on the first Tamper Day, we had Devon Godshaw. I've heard a lot of people mispronounce the name. It's Devon Godshaw. Um, two years, sixteen million from the Dolphins. Um, was in Brian Flores' system for two years. You know, Brian Flores is a smart head coach in this league. Absolutely. So he, I think it's it's a good signing. Um, is it an overpay? I mean, here's the thing about the Patriots and overpaying. I they knew who they wanted. They wanted their guys. They went out and paid the money. Yep. They you can see every everybody that we signed so far in free agency addresses an issue that we saw last year. Last year was just kind of the mulligan yeah. where we got to go out each week and basically go like, uh, we're weak here. We're weak here. So now we're just going in and plugging all those holes kind of systematically yeah. and defensive tackle was an issue last year and Devon Godchar is definitely going to plug up some holes and stop the running game by their teams. Well, is that torn bicep? Second. Yeah, of course. Um, early morning on the very next day at the tamper period, we had Hunter Henry, three years, 37.5 mil. And another good signing. One I mean, the, one of the oh, top tight ends that were We got available. the top two tight yeah. ends. Yeah. Like, that is... 
that's a really that's a good signing and i'm i'm expecting big things from both john new smith and hunter henry and i mean we love running the two tight end set so it's going it they're going to be the best tight end duo that we've had since gronk and hernandez and then before that before that even who do we have we had ben watson and who was the other guy um i think like david david Patton. i think that was something like that it was uh yeah this is like i said earlier two tight ends on the offense that's that's bread and butter for this team yeah um interesting comment by michael lombardi who is an nfl analyst and also has worked in a bunch of head like front off offices over the years and he actually worked with bill belichick when he was with cleveland he said something along the lines of like bill has always built his teams around this he said back he back in the 90s he built his team around this and cleveland was successful for a year unfortunately like the very next year they had to move to baltimore yeah and knows they i mean at that point you had no he had no control over the team yeah but but Bill was successful in Cleveland, which everyone likes to like to say he wasn't successful there, but he did have a playoff berth. I mean, he had a couple years of struggle, but I mean, a lot of coaches have that yeah. though. Oh, the tight end tight end position, um, I don't think is going to be an issue. Um, and Hunter Henry, I mean, one of the one of the downsides that people have talked about with him is just the injury history, and that's yeah, he he does have an issue is injury concerns. But that's I get why people. People are noting that, but um, Rob Gronkowski just entered the chat. Like, how many times was Gronk sitting out games? It's uh, yeah, that's that's the position, and that's kind of I feel like that's kind of something that's said about a lot of really great tight ends. So I'm not I'm not particularly worried. I'm not particularly worried about that side of things when it comes to Henry. No, I'm not. I'm not too concerned with that either. I think. I mean, we also have John New Smith. John New Smith could also build that role as well. Um, let me see. Then we also had Henry Anderson, um, who he believes he's a great fit for the Patriots and a great scheme fit. And I, I would expect him to come in kind of like a John John Simon, uh, like a no-name defensive end. He's going to work his butt off and he's going to make plays. Uh, he just seems like a classic Patriot signing. Yep. Um, and then this is probably the, this might be my favorite signing that we've made. And it is getting Kyle Van Noy back. Chess versus checkers always with this team. This is, yeah, this is the only thing that would have, the only thing that would have topped this as far as just like everybody looking at Belichick and being like, you're a wizard would have been (laughs) the only thing that would have topped this is if we had somehow managed to get Jimmy Garoppolo on some sort of ridiculous, like team friendly deal. Like the, the, the NFL world would have lost their minds because of that whole Cinderella story or whatever. But I think this is the better story. We give, (laughs) we give Van Noy away. (laughs) Yeah. He, he, goes all the way to Miami. They cut him after a year and we re-sign him two years, 13.2 mil. But you want to know what the kicker is to this? <laughs> the sweet, the sweetest part about this. So you in the NFL, when someone, when another team signs your player, you can get con- compensatory, uh, compensatory exactly. picks, compensatory picks. So we're getting a fourth round pick for him too, on top of him already being back on the team. It just, it's, it's the most in, in, in a free agency where everybody's like, oh my God, this is so uncharacteristic of Belichick. Look at the Patriots spending all this money. This is crazy. This is just like, oh yeah, he's still the greatest coach of all time. He's still the greatest GM in the NFL right now. <laughs> like this is that, that was, oh man, that was the funniest thing to see come across my notifications. I was like, oh, that's pretty Patriots, <laughs> Patriots re-signed was... Kyle Van Noy after a year and get a pick for releasing him a year ago. Oh, <laughs> uh, that that's makes me smile. That's so good. Like uh I like Kyle. Kyle was a good player for us. Um he kind of fit into that like Mike Vrabel kind of role. Um Mike Vrabel, Rich um Nikovich, yep. like all those roles from uh 
a couple years ago. Perfect example of the Patriots, no, like, like the Patriots having these great players that go, they go elsewhere and sign these monster contracts and are just not the same. Well, no, he was still good. He just, but he wasn't think as good. They, they just, they just didn't see the value in him being there. Um, also, the Patriots just couldn't pay him last offseason. Yeah. I think he probably would have stayed had it if we had the money for him. But we we were like dead in the cap. Um, so that that's one of my favorite signings. Um, we also got Ted Karras back. He was currently he used to be on the Dolphins. Uh, one year, four million fine you know he's going to be backup center or a center he's going to play on the offensive line he's going to help out no problem there um this is another one of my favorite signings here um Raekwon McMillan um I want Patriots fans to take a very close watch him very closely I think he's going to be very good he's 25 years old he had a couple good seasons in the past. He's had a couple injury concerns, but I think he has the potential to be really good. He's not even hit his prime yet. Watch out for him, especially on a cheap contract like he is on um, $1.2 million. I think he's going to pop this year and have a really good yeah, one. He's another one of those like low-risk, high-reward kind of situations. Um, and then we have Montarius Adams, which I can't really tell you much about him, but I mean... Another pass rusher, another person on the defensive line. Um, great. No, no, can't complain about that one. And, you know, it's funny. They pretty much checked the box on everything I wanted to see from a Patriots team um, for them to do in free agency, which I didn't think they were going to do. Well, yeah, just just like you said at the top here, you know, I think when we first when the first signing kind of came through the wire, I think most of us were expecting him. We we, we were expecting the Patriots to kind of like make that one splash and then it was going to be pretty quiet because that's historically been kind of their thing. Like a piece here, a piece there. It's never been it's never been this hype <laughs> like that entire day. Just notification after notification where every every Patriot fan on the internet was just like what is happening yeah like that was like one of the funnest times being on patriots twitter um well i'll say this like patriots media members were all hyped for it and all excited for it there were a bunch of um there were some patriots fans that were like are they wasting all this money blah 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 like he's not worth that much like oh he gets paid more than a doctor gets paid like yeah okay kevin shut up (laughs) or what's what's the what's the uh male equivalent of like a karen I don't know. Braden, maybe? I don't know. That sounds about... That, that's... <laughs> Apologies if there's anybody that we know whose name is Braden, but why would you do that to a child? I, I mean, I, I, I don't... I don't know, but like that was, that was an interesting dynamic there. Um, I, I was, I was hyped on it the whole day. I'm still hyped on it. I think, I think these are a lot of good moves to address the needs. Um, we should also probably talk about the other people that we like re-signed as well as who we lost. Yeah. Um, so we also re-signed Diedrich Wise, who he had a great season last year, um, Four years, twenty-two million. Justin Bethel, who a lot of I saw a lot of people complaining about that kind of deal. But here's the thing: you need a really good special teamer to compete. I mean, look at Matthew Slater has been probably the best special team player in the past like ten years, just dominant, yeah. constantly going to all the Pro Bowls and like voted All Pro. I mean, Justin Bethel could probably fill that role when Matthew Slater retires. Matthew Slater is thirty-four years old, not getting any any younger. We also re-signed Nick Folk, Nick Folk back Big kick, as Nick. well as yep. And David Andrews, who that's, I I like him. I think he's a good, stable part on the line. Yeah, and he's, he was one of the like, he's, he was one of those like homecoming guys. He's battled injuries. Yeah. But he's one of those like, he's battled. He's one of those favorites, which is hard to say about defensive players sometimes. He's like, whoa, David Andrews is an offensive lineman. Yeah, yeah, center, offensive line, my bad. There's so many positions. Um, yeah, no, he's he's one he's one of those like 
what was the point I was trying to make? Oh, he's he's he, he's one of those like unsung heroes. You don't you don't think about you don't think about the line all that much because you're kind of following the ball. But he's just been yeah. he's been efficient. He's been a good player. But he's also you get kind of the feeling when they announced that he was uh, when they announced that he was signing and everything. I think that was one of those. He was probably the most heartwarming of the signings of being like we've got our guy back. Right. Well, I mean, he he worked hard for that contract, yeah. and it's it's nice to see he was healthy last year because I know that he was battling like he had like a lot of problems with like his lungs and like his kidneys or something like that. Um, I forget the exact issue, but like he he was having a lot of issues, and it's nice to see that he is back and healthy and able to play. Exactly. Um, getting into some of the losses. So Joe Tooney, who we kind of expected, we anticipated that one happening. He signed with Kansas City, who I guess, I, I guess Joe Tooney is going to play either left tackle or right tackle because, you know, they, Kansas City lost the Super Bowl because both their tackles were injured and couldn't protect Patrick Mahomes. So yeah, let's just release them. Yeah. And then they decided to sign Joe Tooney, who, I mean, Joe Tooney is solid. He's a solid offensive lineman. So good for them, but um, I like what we got yeah, here. I'm, I don't think he'll be... I don't think he'll be all that missed on the field at Gillette. Now that we've got, no. now that we've got plenty um, of other, we got plenty of other stuff going on. Yes, um, Adam Butler, who was a big part of that defense last year, signed with Miami. Which I mean, it seems like Miami and and the Patriots just they we love to swap players with one another. Which is so weird because aren't you like we don't you don't usually want to deal things within the conference, but hey. I mean, we're not dealing with them. They're just happen to be free agents. Yeah, staying. It is what it is. You would, I would think, as a player, you would want to go elsewhere. But I mean, actually, I kind of get it. After, but it's I, Miami. Actually, I get it. As you know, as a New Englander, I I can understand how it would get tired. How you would get tired practicing in you know rain, snow, sleet. Go to go to Miami. Go to Miami where it's a little bit cushy. Yeah, just don't go party in the street. <laughs> Or do? <laughs> Have you seen those damn spring breakers? Oh man! Oh, there was there oh, was some man. sort of article about a lot of colleges have kind of like canceled spring break and they're just like plowing through with online classes and stuff. And people are just like taking their they're taking their online classes on the beach. That's I mean ridiculous. I mean they obviously deserve a break, but I, I guess go I, go live your life. I suppose. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Um, let me see. We got Bo Allen. He was released as well as Marquise Lee, who never really played for the Patriots. He kind of signed last year and then opted out. Yep. Patrick Chung retired after a very long career with the Patriots. Um, he's actually still, he, he's probably going to be in the New England area for a little bit because I know he has a couple restaurants up here in Massachusetts. I did know that. So, you know that? I don't think... I'm trying to remember. I forget what the... He's posted on his Instagram. I forget what he owns, but I know he owns like a restaurant yeah. or two. So, good for him. Keep going. I mean, he's got he's got uh, more money Ryan than God is, now, so... Yeah, I mean, he has enough money to retire and live comfortably. Uh, Ryan Izzo was traded to Trash Team. Yep, not... And what I mean by Trash Team, I mean Houston Texans. Yep, not really going to miss him. Um, um, yeah, we kind of... We upgraded. We upgraded significantly. <laughs> you, got, you got demoted to worst franchise in the league. Pretty much. Uh, Dante Moncrief also decided to sign with the Houston Texans. Good luck to you in the why Red would, Sox. Why, why would any free agent, why would any agent let your client sign with that trash heap of an organization? World may never know. <laughs> and then Brandon Copeland signed with another pretty poorly run franchise as well the atlanta falcons oh atlanta <laughs> they had they just they never recovered <laughs> they had they had their moment in the sun once and i just <laughs> for the rest of for the rest of time they're going to be living down 28 to 3 oh yes oh what a good meme <laughs> 283 diamonds in the ring that's my favorite of all the things <laughs> 
of ev- of every one of those memes of every one of those jokes that's my favorite thing that's awesome <laughs> um and that that's all the free agency moves that we have made um so far actually no i'm missing one that happened today um as of 2:30 eastern time we just announced that we are re-signing james white good deal perfect no issues yeah um there was some talk that there was some talk he was flirting with the idea of going to the buccaneers i heard some rumors oh. about that which um yeah the buccaneers are kind of keep they're keeping the whole band together no changes and they are just the same team from last year lots of restructuring just terrifying lots of restructuring of con- contracts going on there i mean i i want to point this out because you mentioned this and you kind of you called it um not about the texans or not the texans uh the buccaneers but the uh kansas city chiefs you kind of called it about patrick mahomes and his contract yeah i mean especially after especially you you especially after a super bowl loss like the one that they just had like they had they clearly have a bunch of the pieces in place that they need but that the kind of money that they were the kind of money that they were gearing up to spend it just was not going to be sustainable so yeah i not to toot my own horn but i definitely saw that writing on the wall yeah you were you were dead right on that one smarter than Um, i look sometimes (laughs) <laughs> yes yes now that free agents i mean free agency is going to ha- keep happening throughout the next couple months obviously but given the moves what are the expectations for this team moving forward um i'm tempted to repeat last year um i think this is a this team it'll be a lot easier to get to 10 and 6 um and i think it'll be a, a much prettier 10 and 6 than it could have been last year when we were trying to make this prediction yeah for sure um so my money's on 10 and 6 i don't like we said at the top i don't think this is necessarily a super bowl team um but i think it's going to be a much easier ride and a much more fun ride than it was last year um but i'm not i'm not shocked if we're i'm not shocked if we're in the playoffs yeah i think i think i mean the 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 league is continuously getting better as far as just the sheer amount of talent and the competition between the patriots and other teams right i'm i mean the dolphins are getting better the bills were fantastic last year i would expect them to be i would expect the the bills to be just as good as they were last year i think i am i am kind of scared about that tampa bay game at gillette oh it's going to be one of the best games um wow. it's either <laughs> going to be one of the best games or it's going to be a repeat of our super bowl predictions where we were sitting there and we were like this is going to be incredible and that it ended up just being completely one-sided imagine cam newton just like rushes three touchdowns throws two and it's like 35 to nine well i think especially with the way that we've shored up our defense i think i'm i'm very much i'm very much excited to see what our defense does to tom i (laughs) i have i don't want to predict a patriots win because i know better than to bet against tom but i mean this is way too early though it is it is way too early but man can you imagine if tom if tom brady comes back to gillette stadium and just gets eviscerated And I mean, uh, to the folks at home, we are we are talking disparagingly about Tom <laughs> Brady right now. But I want to assure you that we are Brady fans. Mm-hmm. We I just want to, for the record, for the record, we're Tom Brady fans. Just, but I'm never rooting against the Patriots. Ooh, wow! There's there's going to be a lot of people. Um, it's going to be a lot of people who are going to have a moral corruption. <laughs> conundrum conundrum that week everyone's like there is i mean everyone that criticized the cam newton signing is going to probably is definitely going to root for tom brady that week man unless we're on a hot streak in which case i think i think there might be some i think there might be some uh some conversions here's my take on the all these signings and I am excited about them, but also I I hope they all work out. I I I mean, there's been a couple times we've been burned on free agents Definitely. and I hope they work out in our favor. And 
we don't know how they're all going to be until they all hit the field in September or August. So I am... Yeah, it's way too early to tell. It's way too early to tell with everything going on. Um, I know some people are claiming we're going to be contenders or whatever. I wouldn't say contenders. I wouldn't say Super Bowl contenders. No, not not yet. There's there's plenty of potential here. Not yet. And I'm curious to see what the Patriots do in the draft, for example. Um, if I had to guess, which I mean, a lot of a lot of Patriots fans, a lot of people in, in the media are saying they have to pick a quarterback. We got to pick Mac Jones, who I mean, Mac Jones is good, but is he worth a 15 pick? Therein lies I, the question. I, I don't know. Therein lies the and question. I don't think the I don't think they will pick him. I think the Patriots are going to go for a linebacker or a pass rusher, which I I don't mind that at all. Maybe a wide receiver if he if there's one good one there. I don't see them trading up. Yeah, another another really great weapon that we can kind of coach up and make a star or just some additional help to keep opposing teams quarterbacks on their heels. Either way, I think that either way I'd be I'd be okay with it. If we decide if we if we're confident we go for a quarterback of the future, cool. Let's see how that plays out. Um I don't see them I don't see them trading up. I don't see them I'm not I'm not seeing anything that I'm stoked on, but we've also talked about this I think last year as well. You know, when it comes to yeah. when it comes to the draft, it's it's probably my probably my least favorite part of the NFL year because it's just every every part of it is speculation and it's so easy for that to just fall flat. I mean, it's a crapshoot. You don't know if for example, Trevor Lawrence who that's who's supposed to be the next Peyton Manning, the next Andrew Luck. He's the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck, if he's going to be the real thing. I mean, I'm sure he's going to be successful, but do we, can any of us actually sit there and say, yes, he's going to be that way? No. Jacksonville could mess up everything. As they have many times before. Yeah. I mean, they, Jacksonville had a contender in the AFC championship game against the Patriots and then blew it all to shreds. Yep. It's a pretty safe bet that whoever the Jets pick, they're just going to end up breaking their soul, you know? Yeah. Like Sam Darnold. (sighs) Wonder if he's still seeing ghosts. You know, I feel bad for Sam Donald Darnold um, because he I feel like he has never been given a fair chance to succeed. Not when you're paying, not when you're playing against Bill Belichick twice a year. Well, that, but like also, has he ever had a great defense? Nope. Has he ever had a, I mean, he had Le'Veon Bell back there, but like Adam Gase might be one of the worst head coaches of all time and doesn't know how to utilize the people around him. Definitely. He had, he had one good year with Peyton Manning and that has springboard him into getting two head coaching jobs. Yeah. Just, just a joke. Man, that's the, <laughs> Justin. It's like if if like um if I worked with Bruno Mars, like I produced his rep- record and then produced like two no-name bands and they didn't do very well at all. Yeah. It's like kind of like that. You got just because you get your one hit doesn't mean that it's going to be sustainable. Right. Um have you been hearing the news about Deshaun Watson? Yeah, lots of lots of talk and it's not football talk. No, it is real bad. Deshaun Watson looks to be in a lot of trouble. Um <laughs> a lot of misconduct there. Um now it's all speculative. We don't know if it's actually true or not, but I mean at least how many lawsuits is it at this point? It has to be like twelve or like twenty. Yeah, I feel like it's I feel like it's creeping up there towards twenty. It's ridiculous. Like close to twenty lawsuits, I mean like that is that 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 doesn't that's not normal. Nope. And that's part, you know, <laughs> when it when it comes to football kind of stuff, I mean we I I had quite enough of I had quite enough of that with um Antonio Brown and I'm a little bit I'm a little bit surprised that he's you know I'm I'm surprised that Antonio Brown is still allowed to play in the league but you know Josh Gordon apparently likes to smoke a little weed and he can't get his foot in the door like there's yeah I mean the the NFL has a serious issue with those kind of allegations and I think the I think the unfortunate reality is I mean with all with all these lawsuits and everything you'd like you'd like to see a little bit of justice you'd like to see some sort of you know reparations for the people that were wronged because I think at this point it's pretty obvious that there were some you know there's 
there's a lot of misconduct. Yeah, and there's there's probably there's probably a decent amount of truth to a lot of those accusations. But uh, uh, but unfortunately, I think it's I think it's sad that the NFL is probably just going to turn a blind eye to that the way that they have a lot of other times. Yeah, like one of the biggest stars of their game, they're just going to say, they're just going to forget about it and sweep it under the rug. I mean, Tony O'Brown was the cover of Madden. I mean, he, one of the biggest stars in the whole league. Yeah, that's just, there's got to be a be- there's got to be a better way to do those, to handle these kind of allegations. And, and it's, it's also, it's uh, it, the, like, there's such a disconnect for me because like, if I remember correctly, a lot of these, a lot of these allegations are coming out, um, happened around Sean Watson's like college career and things like that. But even then, did they actually, I think so. I think, I think there's a few of them. I think there's a few of them that were kind of revolving around when he was in college and stuff like that. And like, you know, that a guy who was a star quarterback and is one of the, one of the stars of the NFL, like, you know, that he was pretty much set. He was probably getting a free ride to college, you know, he's making a ton of money in the NFL. Like you're really going to like, you're going to jeopardize all that. And you're going to forget. Obviously the real issue here is the fact that he wronged other people and he did uh, apparently some pretty heinous things, but like you're set, dude, you like, you clearly have a career. You have this whole thing and like, you can't just be a human. Uh, I don't know. So after looking it up, it is 16 separate civil lawsuits. Ridiculous. Um, just wow. I hope he he gets punished for his crimes. I hope justice is served. Time will tell. Right. Exactly. Um, but that was that was creating headlines over all a lot of the other free agent news that was happening. Um, one of the big ones was Kenny Galladay, who a lot of people try to link him with the Patriots. He actually signed with the Giants. He took a few days and actually signed with them. Um, Curtis Samuel, who was going, he was also linked, actually signed with the Redskins, or not the Washington football. Bleep that the out. Washington football team. Yes. And they're. Ma- can we get the, the bleep? <laughs> can we get a bleep button? We can, we can see if we can find one. The uh, the Washington football team and their <laughs> the Washington football team and their mascot, Teamy the Team Monster. Oh my God. <laughs> God, what a mess of an organization. Uh, I mean, they've always been a mess, man. Um, what else? Do we got anything else? No, I think I think that pretty much covers that pretty much covers free agency up to this point. Yeah, and we'll we'll see if maybe there's a few other things that happen in the next coming weeks, especially with the draft coming up. Um, I don't expect Patriots to make any more moves. I don't expect a lot of other football moves around the country or around the league, but we'll see. Um, especially with some of the mock drafts coming up, that, that gets me excited. I'm excited about the draft. I know you you don't get excited, but I do. That's what you're here for. Yeah, yeah. Just like last year, I predicted that they would they would probably trade down, which, I mean, that's really not... That was not, not a hot take. I, I mean... That was not a hot that take. That was not a hot take <laughs> at all. That was like the, the coldest take of all time, because... They always Patriots are usually the most predictable team in the draft, except for like one year when they had actually had two first round draft picks. The one time. Yeah, like the one time out of like the past like 20 years. Exactly. They usually trade out. Yeah, trade down, trade out or take the like whatever the best player available is at that position. Exactly. So yeah, that's we're we're hyped up. We're feeling good about this coming season. I um I I miss football. I miss I miss knowing what I'm doing with my Sunday. Even even if I'm working, I always had it was nice to have something in the background. And I do hope that um you know the NFL the NFL just announced that they've got a couple of new uh streaming deals and syndication deals and things like that. I'm hoping that they're gonna start spreading some games out across the week, um, the way that they did in the wake of the pandemic, because that was there were a couple of like Wednesday night games and things like that, like spreading out spreading out all the games instead of having them all basically overlapping on their time slots and things that I really liked that. So I'm hoping that that becomes a thing. And maybe it'll mean that it's going to be easier to stream the games because, dude, I'm, I, I can't justify signing up for Paramount Plus of all the streaming services that have been announced in the past like five years. Most of them have made sense to me and have been like, oh, this is this is a good idea or it's cool that like they all seem to have a brand identity and Paramount Plus, I just look at it and I'm like, oh God, I can't give any of my money to Viacom. Um, I can't do it. Um, yeah, I'm... <laughs> 
I, I'm, uh, I'll let you steal my login. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to bleep that out, too. So, so I'm, yeah, I, I'm signed out. I'm Why signed is there an FCC it. agent outside of my window and... right now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have money. I, I, I don't have any money to give you. <laughs> Nothing. No. <laughs> All right, sorry, I just had to get rid of the the motherfucker who but the tax collector, the FCC, the <laughs> They're coming for us. I, I mean I don't even have a I don't even have a bank account right now. Has there ever been a more millennial sentence? <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> I mean I, I I don't know about that. Um I don't feel like getting into how I don't have a bank account right now. But <laughs> life's rough. It's it's a sh- yeah, life life is life is kind of bad right now. No, I wouldn't say that. It has moments. Anyways, it has its moments. Paramount Plus Paramount Plus is worth it. Let me tell you. Is it? I think it is. I mean, like um you have all the Nickelodeon shows, which I mean, I I feel nostalgic watching all that. How many times have you watched Hey Arthur? Hey Arthur? Hey, hey Arnold. Oh my God. What is wrong with me today? I, f- I knew what you were going to talk about, uh, what you were talking about. I just wanted to. So bad. Um, I have yet to watch Hey Arnold. Um, I'm probably going to get on Football that. Football head. Soon. Been watching lots of, been watching lots of Bar Rescue. Shocking. I mean, it's the same episode every time. Gotta love it. But I, it's, it's John Taffer screaming at new people and just, just saying new things. So it's fantastic. Um, and they also have movies on it too. And you can watch live sports too. Maybe you can't watch the CBS games like the Patriots. You'll get the Tennessee Titans. So I'm going to watch the Patriots play live and it's going to be I sick. I will continue to use. Also was able to catch the Grammys with it. Oh, you were? Yeah, I was able to catch the Grammys on it. You you and like nobody else this year, apparently. Apparently no one really cared. I saw like no no movement on Twitter about the Grammys. Um, no one really cared about it. I didn't think it was bad. Um, you know, it was the Grammys. It was fine. They like um the, the Grammys yeah. are, the Grammys are becoming kind of like a lot of the late night talk shows where it's not an event anymore. It's not a thing like people talk about when they used to watch like Johnny Carson or David Letterman like you had to you had to be awake, you had to be, you know, ready to watch and if you missed it it was gone. But now it's now it's all right. just up on YouTube and I feel like that's the same thing with the Grammys and a lot of these other award shows, you know. They announce the performers or whatever and it's just kind of like, okay, well, I'll watch the performances when they're uploaded i don't really care i mean silk sonic was good were they yeah they were sick um also also anderson peck and bruno mars did um a tribute to little richard oh that's that was awesome, awesome. that was yeah, great to cool. see yeah yeah that was that was if if you can catch if you can find that on youtube i would suggest watching that um also, another reason to get Paramount, which I haven't seen these movies yet, but you have. They have The Godfather on on uh, Paramount. That's awesome. So so now, uh, and I'm like, oh man, I need a. I'm like, damn, that movie's three hours long. I have to set three hours of my time apart for that movie. Oh, dude, I mean, which, I set. Speaking of that. I set four hours aside to watch uh, the Justice League Snyder Cut. Let me tell you, anybody who's listening that's questioning whether or not they should set aside four hours of their time for this movie, a polished turd is still a turd. It's not a good movie. (laughs) So what you're saying is don't waste your time it it's not good there's so they, between so between <laughs> between the original sh- between the original shooting of that movie for the 2017 release and the additional budget that they gave Zack Snyder to put that movie together Warner Brothers spent almost a hundred million dollars on the production of this movie and there's like it it's a it it's a ps2 game the dialogue is horrendous the story is bad the graphics are bad like nothing about that movie was good how is it possible to take batman and make him boring i mean 
Maybe I just sound like a like a millennial, but I mean, like, ever played the Pac-Man game? It's actually, not, I don't think it's that exciting. It's, oh man, I was, I was so disappointed because so many, like, I saw the only, the only DC movie that I've ever seen was Justice League in theaters in New Haven. And I walked out of that and I was really glad that I had Movie Pass at the time where I was like, well, uh, you know, I spent like a fraction of $5 to see this. Like, that was okay, there's two hours in my life I'm never going to get back. So now I've invested six hours into this stupid-ass movie, and all of the reviews about the new all of the reviews about the new version were like, oh, it's so much better, and the narrative makes sense, and all of these changes that happened are just like, this is so great. No, it's still bad. Well, what would you make, what would you do to make it better? Not have, not, Nothing, not, exactly. not have, not <laughs> have shot that movie in the first place. Oh, come on. There, 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 there has to be a better thing that you could have done to that movie than just not shoot it. I mean, for starters, it would have been, it would have been an infinitely better movie if Zack's, like Zack Snyder has like a kink for slow-mo. Like it could have been, it could have been closer to probably a two and a half, three hour long movie if it weren't for every other scene having slow-mo there's there's this ridiculous like warrior cry sample that's used every time wonder woman shows up on screen that's just ridiculous they introduce characters like three times throughout the movie like there's these big like it's a superhero movie so obviously like when the hero shows up there's like it's a big moment and they're always like posed and stuff aquaman has three different moments like that and all three times you're like yes we know there's water around i i get which character is showing up here why is it why are you revealing it like it's supposed to get me hyped up it's bad also i don't think anyone in the history of the universe has ever been hyped by aquaman (laughs) probably not um you can tell me i'm wrong but I, i i mean just off of general observation throughout my 26 years on this planet i don't think anyone has ever been like yes aquaman yes So the moral of the story is don't waste four hours of your life watching Justice League. Spend three hours of your life watching The Godfather. I mean, three hours is a lot to commit to a movie. Uh, But it's one of the greatest moments. It's one of the greatest movies of all time. Godfather, The Godfather and The Godfather Part 2 are... I mean, I haven't seen them, but like I've heard so much about it. And you you talk so highly of them. I love them. I love them so much. Actually, wait, I did... I I think I watched the second one. I had like... I took a mafia class my last semester at UNH. Took a mafia class? Dude, it was... So like when... When I graduated, like I could walk, but I was six credits short, so I had to take two classes. So I took a mafia class and I took like another, I forget what I did. Like it was, they were like two courses that just didn't matter. So I took one on the mafia and we watched a bunch of mafia movies. That was cool. I mean, yeah, that's, and you got to watch Godfather part two, which is just, that might be my favorite movie of all time. I think I have that on my hard drive somewhere. (laughs) So good. So very, very good. And then it kind of falls off with Godfather part three, but hey, hard to strike gold three times in a row. I mean, right, exactly. I mean, we can't all be like, we can't all be toy story oh man. not every movie franchise can be like toy story although i feel like they're starting to overdo it at this point yeah have they is there going to be i don't think there's going to be a toy story 5 is there oh god oh come Stop. on i i hope not just something new please like i am don't turn into star wars yeah oh poor poor star wars like and and i'm i'm like i'm not a diehard star wars fan like you are but like even i could go off on one i know oh yeah i know you could we might have to dedicate a whole episode to just star wars We'll have to get we'll have to get an expert on. We'll have to get another expert. You could probably sub me out and just put in like Justin and Josh. <laughs> oh, that that would just be all that would just be memes. And I would just like sit there in the corner and just like crack jokes the we, whole time. The entire the entire episode would just be prequel memes the entire way through. <laughs> oh man. Like prequel, prequel memes, or or what? Oh, just uh, every every line from the Star Wars prequels is a meme. Even the ones that are just like asinine. Well, what do you know? Oh well, yeah. <laughs> like the fact the fact that that alone is enough to be a joke. Or the words "hello there." 
that uh, I would just be the Jar Jar Binks in that that situation if you, we did do a Star Wars oh, episode. No. I would just be butting around, <laughs> just, just talking bum- gibberish, bumbling, bumbling everywhere. Just yeah, that's what I would be. I feel like there are there are definitely some people in our life that if they had a spirit animal or a spirit being, it would be Jar Jar Binks. I can think of a couple of people right off the top of my head, but <laughs> oh, same. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Yes. Um, do you want to wrap up, or do we want to keep shooting the shit? Do we have any other? Uh, do we have anything else that we need to cover? I don't think so. I think we're just like this point. We're just kind of shooting the shit at this yeah. point. Well, at this point, let's uh, let's hop into some recommendations. You want to recommend us something? Uh do I want to ring? <laughs> trying to think it's been kind of a i think i have anything to recommend oh i do have something to recommend i don't think i've recommended it before on the podcast um of all things it's laundry detergent there's a company what kind of laundry detergent there's a company called frey f-r-e-y and frey makes like it's like an all-natural laundry detergent and they have really awesome scents they have this like uh the one that i love the most is cedarwood and oak moss um and then they have another one that's like sandalwood based. Like I love, I love when my laundry comes out of the dryer and it smells not like laundry. What? It just smells like fucking axe deodorant. No, 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 no. You just smell like you just smell like an eighth grader the no, whole day. No, it's very like it's very. Are you gonna also be? <laughs> are you gonna be drinking monsters and eating fucking Doritos with Jimmy down no, the street? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. While playing fucking Halo, dude. I hate you. No, it's 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 a pretty it's a pretty like subtle scent. You can get like scent boosters and dryer sheets and everything. And there are people that have left reviews on the website where they're like, "I use this instead of you know cologne." Like that doesn't seem to be right, but whatever. It's that doesn't check out to me. It, it, it smells really good. It's surpri- <laughs> like it's a little bit on the pricier side, but it lasts for like the bottles last a pretty long time. And they've got like they've got like fabric refreshers stain removers like the whole deal and i've yet to try one of their things that i don't like (laughs) damn it true truth in that um yes it's my turn for for a recommendation and my recommendation is kind of an old album that i mean it's not an old old album but it's an old album that i've just been jamming to in my headphones lately jar by super heaven ah yes um I think I've I've recommended it, uh, that album before, but I I will always recommend it. It is you know I I, I thought about it la- yesterday. I was like, this is probably my favorite album of all time. Um, it has everything I want from a rock album. Um, I think it's also peak. It has heaviness. It has. It's definitely peak. Will Yip. <clears throat> I would say so. Yeah. Um, it has heaviness. It has softness. It has great lyrics. It has great openers it has a fantastic closer that kind of wraps up everything it has like the good distortion on it 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 has everything i want for sure maybe not for everyone but it has maybe not it doesn't have everything that everyone wants but it has everything that i find important in a rock good out al- rock album definitely so jar by super heaven that's my recommendation check it out a good one all right with recommendations out of the way we've reached the end of the podcast so it's time to remind you guys to tell a friend about us follow us on at packy run on both instagram and twitter uh like us review us spread the good word this time we will actually be back next week uh it sounds like next week might actually be kind of a special episode so we'll leave you with a little bit of that cliffhanger and yeah anything else to add um yeah just like us rate us on your play or not playlist your your podcast app and tell us tell your friends and yeah we're just we we're gonna continue to do this um we've had a little bit difficult time like trying to find a schedule to stick to um we're working it out we're gonna continue to put out this podcast as long as we both want to and can because we both enjoy talking (laughs) and sharing our opinions for sure take your allergy medicine if you need it kids it could save your life (laughs) yes and make sure to wash your damn clothes and your hands
yeah, and obviously. and the rest of your body. Take a shower, you dirty hippie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you dirty monster. You clean yourself. God, this is off the rails. Goodbye. All right, have a take it easy. <laughs>